brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. Hey man, got a light? It's time for smokes. Hey, it is definitely time for more smokes. Welcome to this smokes episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I am one of your hosts here at the table today, good old boy Mike. Joining me here at the table is good old boy James. Good to see you. We have uh, good old boy Ben. Hello. We have good old boy Kendall. Hey everybody. And good old boy Sparky. Bring the pain. Bring the pain, he says, because today's Smokes episode is being recorded at Party Fowl in Nashville, Tennessee. Party Fowl is actually one of the few full-service hot chicken restaurants in Nashville, located in close proximity to downtown Nashville. This episode... This episode... This episode... I need more hot chicken already, don't I? <laughs> the lips is numb. They are... This episode is actually featuring hot chicken, a famous regional cuisine in the Nashville area. We have a taste-off of some of the area's finest hot chicken, along with a panel of less than distinguished judges. Is that what I'm describing, you guys? Do you feel that's uh, accurate? That's fair. I just got out of prison, actually, so I'm just glad to be here. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, we have a really great lineup of hot chicken for this. Actually, it's a blind taste testing. And here's the hot chicken that we're tasting today. It's from Bolton's. It's their hot version. Pepper Fire, again, their hot version. 400 degree. It is 400 degree version. Shakes, stop, drop, and roll. Hattie B's, hot. Helen's, hot. And Party Fowl, our wonderful host, they have their Nashville hot version, are all of the hot chicken that we're tasting in this blind taste testing of hot chicken. So a really great uh, lineup all the way around. And uh, again, we're actually recording at Party Fowl for this. So if you're hearing a little bit more ambient noise than some of our other shows, we're enjoying this show with lots of folks that are here in the restaurant as well. And now, introducing our less than distinguished panel. Sitting all to my stage left are James Baird, author of the Hot Chicken Report. Say hi to everybody, James. Hello, and hello, party foul. Glad everybody came out to have a great hot chicken meal tonight. I have Jason Sparky Sparks. He is a master blogger and king of completely useless knowledge. I'm glad I can uh, not contribute to your broadcast. <laughs> That can help out. I'm glad that you brought the completely useless knowledge to the the occasion here. Anytime. (laughs) And uh, we have good old boy Ben, who is the master of scorching tongues within a 10-block radius, joining us today. Hello, everyone. And uh, a uh, crossover perennial favorite is good old boy Kendall, frankly... Has nothing better to do today, but he really loves hot chicken. Where's the water? <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly what Kendall's, uh, this is what he's feeling right now. You are an idiot. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, listen, I've asked James for a brief synopsis 
of Hot Chicken. And today we're going to be drawing from content from James's book, which we'll talk about at the end of the episode, plus a wonderful article by Dr. Rachel Martin, a doctor of hot chicken. How about that? Uh, Dr. Rachel Martin recently published an article in Bitter Southerner. We'll actually include a link to that for that uh, full episode online. James, please tell us all about hot chicken here in Nashville. Well, a lot of the locals here know the anecdotal story of Uncle Great Uncle Thornton Prince's philandering. But um, spanning some 70 years, it's quite a southern tale of a girlfriend who was scorned. Thornton liked to stay out late at night, and one night he went out, and it's alleged that he might have had another girlfriend. We don't know that for sure. Kind of anecdotal, but he was out all night. He stayed out, and he came over to his girlfriend's house and said, would you please cook me some breakfast? And she said, I sure will. And a lot of times, uh, late night, I know you guys can be out late. You don't really know if you want breakfast or dinner that's kind of where the whole chicken and waffles things comes from out of uh, harlem new york they come out of the jazz club and be hungry for something hearty i want a dinner item so let's get the fried chicken so she cooks up the fried chicken for breakfast and pretty much empties the whole spice cabinet into the dish and she's like yeah i'm, I'm gonna fix you you're just gonna blow your head off well old great uncle thornton he loved it and that became a dish in his restaurant and he had a very typical uh, neighborhood restaurant that was a meat market it had soul food pit cooked barbecue and then the genius of the new story of the Nashville chicken is when the current owner of Prince's Andre Prince Jeffries took over the place and made it strictly a hot chicken restaurant and She's been owning and operating that place since the 80s, and that's kind of where the grandmother church of hot chicken in Nashville comes from, is from the Prince family. But we have a slight glitch as one of the owners, well, he wasn't the owner, he was a former cook who decided to split off and form the other stalwart of Bolton's hot chicken. So they kind of had the inside track kind of similar to the pizza in Chicago with Uno's and Molinari's and some of those places. They had similar people work for all of them, and they branch out on their own. So Bolton's and Prince's are your two Nashville hot chicken originators, so to speak, of the dish. But Miss, Miss Jeffries has definitely been a big hit, and she works hard, and she has a great following, and there are people that will swear that that's the only chicken for them, and Everybody else is just not the same, but I have a little bit more open-minded on the chicken. But that's where the origins of Nashville chicken come from in the Prince Jeffrey's family. Hmm. Well, a really interesting uh, story. And I have to say that uh, it's really unfortunate that today the only place that we actually don't have is Prince's. And it's just... Unfortunately, it's a logistical challenge for us to enjoy uh, Prince's. Um, it's, a, it's a geographically a restricted area, and like they can only get so many people in the restaurant. And uh, of all the hot chicken we had today, it was unfortunate we were not able to include them in this particular taste off. But uh, we've had a lot, all of us on the panel have all had Prince's, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so yes, yes. I think yes. we'll be able to look at some objective um, evaluation. Sparky, I know that you've uh, 
you've definitely uh, seen quite a bit of hot chicken. Yeah, I sure have. Um, and it's just, it's growing like crazy. And uh, a lot of places aren't sticking with the original script. Because traditionally, hot chicken is just plain hot chicken with a hot pepper paste melted on top of it. And uh, it's not, you know, like hot wings where you t- toss it with a sauce or anything like that. <laughs> but you're starting to see, uh, you're really starting to see some of these uh, other places really mixing it up with, uh, you know, marinades or uh, spicy brines or spicy breading um, or even a powder at the end. And that's, that's just a whole different can of worms. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a whole different uh, mix now. It's not like the uh, traditional places anymore. Mm. So uh, that is a, a key distinction between spicy chicken and hot chicken is, you know, the, the fact that it is actually fried in place, uh, very much so. Well, listen, I've, uh, I've asked Ben to explain what we're going to be doing today as we go over our smokes ratings for today. Take it away, Ben. All right, so today we're going to be discussing hot chicken and rating it with the smokes ratings plus some signature sounds. The ratings that we're going to be using are, number one, it sucked even before it was served. <coughs> number two... I feel like that already. This has my attention, but I yearn for the burn. <coughs> number three, very nice, just go away so I can enjoy this. I'd like to say that usually when I get my hot chicken, I oh, eat yeah. it at home so that nobody else can see me when I look like I've been maced. Well, I love that. Well, we're actually going to be cover covering each person's top three choices out of the lineup for today. Their tasting notes and then their ratings. Again, this is a blind tasting. So everyone here has absolutely no idea what they've been tasting. It's literally just a plate, some chicken, and a letter. And we're going to actually do the big reveal at the end. Plus, we'll actually get to discuss those results as well. Again, the lineup for today is going to be Bolton's, their hot version, Pepper Fire Hot, 400 degree, 400 degrees, Shake's Stop, Drop, and Roll, Hattie B's Hot, Helen's Hot Version, and Party Fowl. Our wonderful host today has cooked up their Nashville Hot Version, are all the versions of chicken that we have in this tasting. Hold so, on there, good, boy, good old boy, Mike. Did you just say we're tasting blind chickens? Yes. Blind chickens, not hot chickens, or hot blind chickens? Uh, I I would say that we're tasting hot blind chicken today, Kendall, that's for sure. Were the chickens born blind? Um, going after selectively disabled not. chickens? <laughs> but Although, these, these heat levels that we're experiencing, though, are going to be something that someone who has eaten hot chicken before would order. Your average novice off the street would not be going with the levels that we have experienced here today. No, it's so much fun to watch them try, though. But, James, is that is that why they uh, kind of ate through the cardboard there on the container? <laughs> yes, because, as you know, the people that prepared the meal knew where it was going, so they probably jazzed it just a little bit extra before it hit the door because they know that somebody's going to be tasting this. They want to give them a little shock. I know that when I picked some of it up, they gave me a really dirty look, and I don't know if that's because uh, good old boy Mike there uh, you know, did some pre-gaming and made him angry at us. Negative. <laughs> well, I know that uh, all these places are really uh, looking forward to the results of our blind taste testing. 
So we'll get going right away with our very first tasting here, which is going to be with good old boy James. So, James, why don't you take it away? Why don't you tell us what your three-to-one picks are going to be? All righty. My number three pick was the bee-flavored. Had a little garlicky note. I think that might be Big Shake's. And on a side note, Mr. Big Shake is known for the shrimp burger that was on Shark Tank. And they passed on it, but fortunately for Mr. Big Shake, he's selling lots of shrimp burgers now all across the world. So good friend of ours out there, Mr. Big Shake. But I think uh, that might be B. He gets a two on my smokes rating. <coughs> number two, this has my attention, but I yearn for the burn. Your number two pick. My number two pick is D. And I'm picking up some Greek flavor notes in that one. Maybe even a little cinnamon or something in there uh, on my D. Don't know who it is, but uh, it's got a Greek flavor, nice cinnamon notes in there. I would have to give him a number two smokes rating. Well, this has my attention, but I yearn for the burn. Mm. All right. My number one pick is F. And it had a great flavor, nice crusty crunch factor. And that will get the three smokes rating, Ooh, which is that? F. And I think that might be go away so I can 400 degrees. I believe that's F is 400 degrees, I'm thinking. Oh, there you go. There, well, there's uh, one pick uh, down for us out of uh, all of our blind picks. Well, uh, very interesting as we kind of go through the rest of our blind tastings. Listen, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back. We'll pick up with some of our other co-hosts and their blind picks as well. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Today we're actually recording this episode, a Smokes episode, at Party Foul in Nashville. This is a blind taste testing of Nashville's hot chicken. We have hot chicken from several different places. And we thank you for coming back and joining us for the rest of this. Each of our co-hosts are going through a tasting and giving us their ratings as well as their tasting notes as we go along. Up next is going to be good old boy Sparky. Thanks, Mike. Um, I think when I was tasting all of those, I think starting at my uh, number three pick, I'm going to have to go with Specimen F. I uh, thought it was also you know, very crunchy. It had a long, slow heat. But I really didn't get a whole lot outside of pepper with that, which is just fine because I like pain. Um, and overall, I would give that a number two smokes rating. <coughs> about that? This has my attention, but I yearn for the burn. Specimen, uh, I call them specimens. That's probably not a good choice, right? Please step this way, patient L.E. <laughs> so, uh, so my number two pick was, uh, was specimen C there. And uh, what I got out of that, I, got a, I think it was chili. I almost like chili powder was kind of what I was getting out of it. And it was salty, and I love salty foods, but it wasn't, it wasn't too salty. Um, and it wasn't super spicy, but it had a good flavor overall, and I gave that a two. A two smokes rating for that one. How about that? This has my attention, yet I yearn for the burn. And then for my final specimen in the specimen tray that we tried. <laughs> could, I'm sorry. Sparky, could you please hit the line here on this specimen you know, bottle? 
Absolutely. If you could just fill this, <laughs> you could just fill this up here. Just put it in the in the little in the little drawer next to you. I've never heard, I've never heard chicken called a specimen. It's better if you don't make eye contact. I find. I agree. Absolutely. It might anger the chicken. Indeed. <laughs> I thought they were blind. They are now. Um, so I thought my top pick was uh, selection specimen D. Uh, and, and I gave that, uh, I thought it was very moist. Again, I kind of got like a chili powder kind of flavor somewhere in there. And uh, a nice slow burn. Uh, all in all, that was my favorite. And I had to give that the number three. Very nice. I need some alone time so I can enjoy this. Yes, please just go away. I'd like to enjoy this. Wow. Uh, interesting choices there. Mm. And no guesses on who, who made what. I think um, I think specimen F. Gosh, I gotta stop saying that. Is uh, 400 degrees. Um, you know, and I just don't have a guess on the other two. I had some guesses for the ones that I didn't choose. Like I think specimen B. I think choice B was Hattie B's. That's my guess on that. But uh, outside of that, I, I I'm in the I'm in the weeds. Oh. <laughs> No, I haven't looked at the key yet. Fail. It's actually sitting here in front of me. All right. I'm being really good. I'm just leaving it blind here. I'm not cheating as we go along here. So Good man. All right. Well, there you have it. There's your uh, blind taste testing of Nashville's Oddest Chicken. So DNF made both of our lists. So those are the two that are ahead at the clubhouse, so to speak. Huh. So you feel good about those picks there, Sparky? I do, man. Uh, I absolutely do. I think uh, I think of those choices. Those were some interesting. Uh, now, I will say Selection G, something funky was going on there. It was almost an exotic flavor. It, there was some ginger Thai, in that. Thai ginger kind of thing. Yeah, 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 that was unusual, and I thought that was a nice little uh, game changer there. But, uh, hmm. yeah, and I almost felt... I think Specimen E is Bolton's. That's my guess. Wow. Could be wrong about that. that. Had it once or twice. How many servings of Bolton's have you had? What, 20, 30? Enough so that my doctor says that I need to hold off a taste. (laughs) Have any of them ever been the same? Nah. You are an idiot. (laughs) How about that? That was a cry for help, Mike. Yes, I know. Okay, all right. Well, up next is going to be good old boy Ben with his uh, top three picks. So, uh, Ben, why don't you tell us what your number three pick is there? All right. My number three pick was actually Specimen B. Wow. Specimen B. Moist. Wasn't super hot. Good flavor. Way heavy on the garlic, and I'm a sucker for garlic. Mm. And I'd give it a two-smoke rating. Mm, two-smoke. <laughs> That's my intention, but I yearn for the burn. And in spite of finding a bone in it, which came as quite a surprise. Uh, my number two selection was Specimen C. Hmm. It had a decent flavor balance and a glow that really, really crept up on me. I didn't think it was hot at all until about 45 seconds after I swallowed it. And I'll give that a two-smoke rating. <laughs> as well. This has my attention, but I yearn for the burn. And Specimen F, I'll label as number one. There wasn't a whole lot going on with the, the flavor profile for it, but if I'm going for hot chicken, I'm kind of going for the endorphin rush. Hmm. And Specimen F struck me as just a, a delightful kick in the ass. Wow, how about that? I'll and your smoke's rating. Number three. How about that? Three. <coughs> Very nice. Now just go away so I can enjoy this. <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, there's... Three of our co-hosts and their picks for today. 
So up next is going to be good old boy Kendall and his top three picks. So take it away, Kendall. What's okay. your number three pick? Well, can I do a good old gal Juliana here? <laughs> uh, you know. Are you going to say there's honorable mentions? There is an honorable oh, mention. Oh, my goodness. Because for me, picking number three, uh, my number three was uh, difficult because I thought B was really flavorful. It was moist, uh, but just not enough to get it up to what my real number three pick was, which was uh, G, which I just thought had great moistness really good fried chicken flavor and it had a heat that didn't hit you right at first but boy when it snuck up on you it hit you hard it was just hot i think f and g both had a little bit fresher they were hotter in just the temperature of the chicken they may have come out of the grease a little later in the process compared to the others because obviously we can't taste all of these restaurants all at the same time all at the same temperature so yeah, really, that might the, be it. The last two, to me, were just hotter off the grease. Yeah, I agree with that, too. They seemed like they were fresher and, and just right out. So, uh, but yeah, back I, to your ratings. Back to your ratings. Sorry. Yeah, I really like G, and I was going to give that a Smokes rating of two. <coughs> this has my attention, but I yearn for the burn. So you have another number three? Is that what you're saying? No, that was my only number three, oh, well. G. But my but almost... He liked B, but it didn't quite cut it for three. <laughs> almost number three was B. So my number two pick is F, Ooh, which I also F. thought was 400 degrees. It's pretty funny how I, th- I think we're all saying that because I, I wrote that down. It's, it was crisp, very moist. I don't know what the way to describe the flavors these guys did, but it was just hot. Mm. And... It, it's the one that really hurt me a little bit. But uh, if you want just heat, that's the one to go for. Uh, but I didn't think it was, uh, to use a beer term, as well-balanced as I was looking for. So, um, yeah, that was that was uh, my number two pick, and I'm giving that a smokes rating of two. <coughs> that's my attention, but I yearn for the burn. So you're saying the hot profile was pretty good off that one. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the hot profile. So my number one pick was C, and Ooh, I liked it because I wow. thought it was very balanced. Uh, just rich flavor, just tastes like great fried chicken. It was, it was crunchy, it was delicious, and the heat on that one didn't just hit you in the face, but it really builds. At first, I didn't even think it was very hot. About 30 seconds later, it's very hot. Uh, and I just like the way it, it was just all around a great one for me. And I want to give uh, C a smoke rating of three. How about that? Very nice. I'll just go away so I can enjoy this. A lot of threes managed to hit the scale here. So that's, uh, that's really great. <clears throat> well, that uh, that's, covers all of our ratings for today. I want to point out the fact that I am not rating any of the hot chicken today because... I would just absolutely crumble under all of this, although I do love hot chicken uh, here in Nashville. Uh, I do have some of my personal favorites, um, and I have tasted uh, quite a bit of what we had today. I only, only had about three of all the uh, samples we had for today, but uh, some really great uh, products all the way around. I love the representation of what we had in all these samples today, and a lot of head nodding going around as I'm making that comment to say, this is really a good representation of a great uh, regional cuisine, uh, definitely today, isn't it? 
Absolutely. Yes. yes. But this regional cuisine is taken off across the world with chefs that have been influenced by it. You know, this guy down here at Husk and, uh, you know, these people are world-renowned chefs. They come and learn about it and then they're taking it to other cities like Columbus, Ohio, New York City, San Diego, California, Melbourne, Australia, Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. So it's really going across the globe where this really extreme pasted hot chicken is is being discovered and it's kind of like the way that we discovered it here in the 80s and early 90s when we would go to these neighborhoods and partake of this magical hot chicken hmm. well uh listen we're going to take a uh, brief break here we're going to let our co-hosts think about their choices i'm going to let you revise and amend your statements We're going to come back with the big reveal right after this quick break. And then we'll talk about what we've been tasting and some of our reaction to that. Right. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Again, this good old boy Mike on this Smokes episode today. We're actually tasting Nashville hot chicken. We're talking about some of our favorite choices in this blind taste testing. (laughs) And uh, the one thing that uh, we've all acknowledged through all of this tasting, it is definitely high. We've definitely been tasting lots of hot chicken from a wide variety of restaurants, and I am about to go through the big reveal about what we've been tasting through this blind taste testing, and you're actually going to get to hear everybody's reaction in real time, including my own for that matter as well. So here we go. If you've been following around with the letters, that's fine. If not, I will uh, read these several times out. Are you going to call them specimens, Mike? Because I think you really need to call them specimens. Uh, I don't believe so, Sparky. (laughs) But thank you for playing along. I appreciate that. So here we go with uh, the sample key or specimen key, as Sparky would call it. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to read these off in uh, A all the way down uh, progressively. So, number A is Bolton's. Whoa. Really? Bolton's. Surprised. That's right. The chef that actually departed from... Prince's. Prince's. Uh, Would not Prince have expected Bolton's. that. Thank you. Defector. Brain... Uh, Home of the hot fish. Was that, right. Good was that Bolton's fish. 8th or Bolton on Main Street? Which one? It's Main so Street. It the, was the Main Street it, one? Okay. No, it's this Bolton's was actually Bolton's off in uh, Melrose today. Oh. Yeah, this was Bolton's okay. Melrose. That's that, right. That it, may change everything. You didn't get the whole experience. That's that's right. Sorry. Yep. You got the uh, half half uh, half version. No uh, no mirrored window. <laughs> All right. B is Hattie B's. Called it. Mm. That was a good call on that one. Wow. How about that? Somebody's happy. There's about to be some more disappointment coming because C is pepper fire. Damn right it is. Wow. I like that one. How about that? Okay. C is pepper fire. D is going to be shakes. Yes. Okay. How about that? D is shakes. E is going to be Helen's chicken. How about that? And I really love how Helen's has actually progressed from being just 
a traditional walk-up chicken shack. They actually have a store, you know, a place you can walk in. And several places have moved through that point of progression. The evolution. Evolution off and of it, Jefferson uh, it was Street a, now. So I like how hot chicken has actually refer, returned back to Jefferson Street. It was a pretty place to be when I went and picked it up. Yep. How about that? So F is going to be 400 degree. Called it. Yeah, yep. we had a feeling that was it. <clears throat> Just because that's one of Nashville's favorites, it's kind of a hidden gem, and you guys don't go there because you're going to mess it up for me. But go, you can go a little bit. But I want my line. I can't have my two-hour ticket times on that. So use the interweb. You can enjoy just a little bit of chicken when I'm not ordering. Thank you. Well, the bell of the ball is our host today, and that's going to be letter G, and that is Party Fowl's chicken. Oh, excellent! How about that? Good. That is great. So, some winners, some losers. I'm curious what you guys think about uh, your picks now that you've kind of gone through them. So, uh, who was the most popular out of all these picks? I think I heard F quite a bit. 400 degrees. Yeah, I heard F quite a bit as they you guys were going through. 400 degrees had the cleanest burn. Mm, I, cleanest I've, burn. I've yeah, said think, for years that I think Pepper Fire has a fantastic flavor, and I'll stand behind that. They're my usual go-to. But if I just wanted raw heat, 400 degrees is the way to do it. Well, how about that? And uh, who else uh, are you surprised after uh, we've gone through the big reveal here? Uh, Bolton's. Did yeah, Bolton's didn't. Pick? Nobody placed the board. Nobody, Bolton's did not hit the board. Nobody picked Bolton's through this. What? Wow. So I, I think hope you got I, it from the wrong Bolton's. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, Eighth, eighth is Shotgun a wild card. Shack is better. Oh, I don't you gotta, think so. No, no, no. You got to go to a place where you're ordering through a hole in the wall. That's I, that's yep. the right answer. Literally, honestly, yeah, literally I, it's a hole in the wall. Yeah. I think that he's right. Bolton's, when they're on, is incredible. But that's a really big when they're on. Well, if they're not, application seems to be a more drier end of the spectrum. It's not their yeah. paste is not as wet. It's right. it's a drier application. Hmm. It's and, good. It's good. And Mike, I, I got to tell you, I don't think there's any winners and losers. I think the only no. losers here are going to be our colons in about three hours. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are an idiot. I wish he was wrong about that. <laughs> so it was very interesting actually placing a lot of these orders today. It reminded me of one of the best fried chicken orders in all of human history. Bring me four fried chickens and a Coke. You want chicken wings or chicken legs? Four fried chickens and a Coke. How about that? <clears throat> That's four whole fried chickens. And a Coke. And the other guy's ordering white toast. toast. White plain toast. <laughs> Well, uh, one of the best uh, fried chicken orders uh, definitely in history. And we actually, you know, as we were placing a lot of these orders today, it was kind of a little interesting, you know, navigating, you know, everything you had to do in order to basically get exactly what you were looking for along the way. You actually had to have a little bit of local knowledge to kind of get through some of this, didn't you? Yeah, you did. I see a lot of heads nodding. I had to fight somebody, Mike. I'm not going to lie to you. I had to mix it up a little bit. Got a hey, little bit of a knife fight. Woman with the baby. I'm next. <laughs> well, it got you, ugly. you can call ahead, but sometimes these places are so blown out, they're not answering the phone. The phone just rings and rings. And this rings. is a complete waste of time. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. It could be a complete waste of time. 
Wondering when is my hot chicken going to arrive from some of these places for sure. I went to I a place last weekend and uh, two weekends ago, and uh, the main cook was hungover and hadn't shown up yet. So there's there's always an element of mystery and adventure. You mm. never know what you're gonna get. So other big surprises from the big reveal here. Who who uh, who did not uh, nail their number one pick? Who just like completely missed it here? So my number one pick is generally Pepper Fire. And it was really close for me between Pepper Fire and 400 Degrees. Mm. But 400 Degrees had a cleaner burn. It's chicken. Pepper Fire, I think, has a better seasoning profile, but it's not quite as hot. Mm. So if it's going to be a meal, I'll probably still go for Pepper Fire. If I just want the raw endorphin rush of the pepper, 400 Degrees can take it. Mm. How about that? Mm. Any other big surprises here? Another factor that I like about 400, though, is the service. That and Pepper Fire both have really good service as far as turning their ticket times and being honest about the ticket time. Because mm-hmm. you talk to 400, they'll tell you it's going to be an hour 40, and a half. 45 minutes, hour and a half, two hours, and you just come pick it up later if they answer the phone, if you can get through. So there's a few variables there. But, yeah, those are my two favorites in town is 400 and Pepper Fire. I mean, you're not going to go wrong with either one of those two. And the – the main thing with those guys is they're really trying to keep their heat levels consistent. So if you come in and order, say, medium or medium hot one time, the next time you're pretty close to the same. But like we were talking earlier, sometimes as the day goes on, that chicken's just getting hotter and hotter as the, as the day progresses. As, as people get sloppier, the pain increases. Yeah, I think uh, shakes to me, I've, I've kind of gotten into shakes a little bit more recently. I, I just kind of happened upon it. That's the newest one for me, at least. And I love hot fish. I'm a, I'm a sucker for that. And uh, I, I was just really impressed with how moist uh, their fried chicken was. I thought it was just really well. It, it stayed together pretty well. Mm. Yeah, I was real happy with our host, uh, Party Fowl. I've never had their hot chicken before, but it made my top three, and I'm definitely coming back. Yeah, you know, uh, so I've really been honored to talk with Jeff here at Party Fowl, and uh, hear what he has to say about um, the changes that he actually has brought around, you know, to some of their uh, versions of hot chicken. And a little bit later, we're actually going to get to taste a little bit of uh, some of their poltergeist. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. But, you know, I just uh, really relish uh, the fact that uh, they're not really sticking with just one swing at the bat. I think that they recognize to say how they were going to hang tough with a lot of other people producing hot chicken here in town. They've made some adjustments uh, with their uh, recipe, and, and it's really uh, actually brought some really great product around. Anybody else pick Party Fowl in their top three besides Kindle? I didn't pick it in my top three, but I thought it was the most interesting and not like bad interesting, good interesting. I, I thought like the ginger, I'm, I swear to God, there's got to be ginger in there, but it was also really moist. Uh, and it, it was the most interesting to me, like the most interesting take. And, uh, Mike, I just have to ask you, will there still be all of us left at the end of the next tasting? Cause Last man standing? I, I'm, no. I'm a little bit, you know, I don't know how that goes. Well, we'll see uh, here through the rest of uh, our discussion here. So uh, we have a, a few more minutes, and I have a couple other questions to throw out to you guys. So do you think the... What flavor trends do you see that you actually liked in kind of all of the samples? I like heat. 
hot. I mean, that, good that's, answer, Ben. Good answer. As as cliche as it is, that's the the most unifying uh, characteristic. As of lame all of them. as that it's, was, right. I appreciate the fact that you actually just said heat. But what right. is it's, but it's what hot. is that fine line between? pleasure and pain there as you go to the edge because that's what we're seeing in this next episode of smokes will be the outer limits that these people have created such as shut the cluck up executioner those types of things so at some point to me it just gets to be just too much it's just too hot i can't so so can we call that the bad decisions episode is that is that where we're going with it That's probably going to be the name of that the theme of that show. See, I think that once they get that hot, you get to the the tattoo or piercing addict level. You're just going for the endorphin <laughs> rush. Well, you sometimes just, you just need that. You've got that craving. You're gonna go, and the and the person says, "What do you want?" And you say, "Shut the cluck up." And there you go. You lay you're back. You're going down that road. But other times you're like, maybe I ought not to do that. I remember one time I went to Bolden's and uh, Mr. Mr. Matthews, Bold Matthews. Uh, he said, "Sparky." I'm going to put this in the back room, and I'm going to step on it. I'm going to put evil inside of it, and you ain't going to be walking right by the time you leave here. And, and, I, and I said, all right, let's see what he got. And uh, I had to take it home because I really didn't want to get shamed in public on That's that fair. one. But, uh, yeah, Ooh. good times. <laughs> as long as it's not a work night, I'm okay. Well, uh, next question I wanted to throw out to you guys really quick is, uh, I mean, what challenges do you see for the hot chicken cuisine in the future? Because we've really seen this evolve over time i mean literally i'm thinking back almost three four years ago it was like three places in town i'm terrified of seeing it showing up at like chain restaurants completely watered down and abused to you know no names dropped but i mean i just see that as being the next evolution you know like nashville hot chicken and it's you know we put black pepper on it (laughs) long ticket times can be another distraction with the demand being so high and there being just a few places that you really like you're going to want to order from them but sometimes a two-hour ticket time can be not convenient so and then also for the standalones the long lines i mean you can go by some of these places and 30 minutes before the doors open there's 75 people standing in line to get their chicken and they're serving it out of one one register because that's how fast the process works for the order to come up the chicken to go down and you know when you get a restaurant full of squatters in there it's jam-packed you know they're not eating in a fast enough manner for the flow to keep up but i mean this is part of the part of the beauty of having the chicken restaurant now is a line of customers outside the door. What a bad problem to have. Absolutely. And, and there's going to be more knife fights, Mike. Let's face it. It's going to be sharks <laughs> in the jets. It's going to be choreographed, and it isn't going to be pretty. Yeah, exactly. Snapping. Yeah, exactly. I think that uh, authenticity could get to be a problem. We saw hot chicken on a menu somewhere in Atlanta, and just reading the description, I wanted to pull the cook out of the kitchen. This is it's not okay. You can't label this as Nashville style hot chicken. Well, you know, the thing that captured uh, my attention is how many of you said that that was the wrong Boltons. And the thing is, is that that flavor profile is so ingrained in your palates. You know exactly what it should taste like. You've had it, you know, 20, 30, 40 times. And yet today you were like, that is not the real deal today. And I thought that that was very interesting. So, the thing is, is that the 
the correct flavor profile has been, so to speak, defined. And you have the ability of, of saying you're inside, you know, the strike zone, or you're moving outside, don't you? Absolutely. Well, uh, really a fascinating discussion all the way around. I really hope that you enjoyed our blind taste testing of Nashville's hot chicken and our blind taste testing today. Hopefully you'll come to Nashville, enjoy your own rendition of hot chicken in any time. And uh, just a really great uh, experience all the way around. So let's wrap up our episode for today. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and catch all of our episodes online as well on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip, Suds, and Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback as well, and you can catch us anytime online. Info at SipSudsAndSmokes.com is our email address. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every single day at Sipsud Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Notice how I avoided that, Sparky. I said that it's not flowing or buzzing. There's actually other things involved. Well done. Thank well played, you. Sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> Listen, do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode. If you're listening to us online, that's a great big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Our big thanks to our host location today, Party Foul. Located in Nashville, Tennessee. Listen, you can check them out online at www.partyfoulnashville.com. Let's hear from the audience today. Hey, how about that? Really fabulous. I appreciate everybody being here. Listen, we'll have links to all the places in the tasting today, plus more information on our co-hosts for this episode. I wanted to take the time to thank a few folks and allow them to share their information. James, thank you for being here. Just tell the audience how they can check you out on Nashville Hot Chicken Report. Yes, you can find us on Facebook with the Nashville Hot Chicken Report. And we also have a, another website, which is NashvilleHotChickenReport.com for your at-home spicy chicken needs. So check that out. we got some Christmas ornaments and stuff coming out later, too, so you'll be glad to see that. Sparky, your blog has a vast array of useless topics and knowledge. My specialty. My specialty. How can folks catch up with you and find out more? Uh, just hit uh, parentingwhileintoxicated.com. <laughs> Is this your new theme song? You are an idiot. <laughs> According to my wife, yes. Yes, it is. Thank you, Mike. Well, whatever I can do to provide some value add. Well, Kendall is joining us once again from Beer Makes 3 and a good crossover host. Kendall, tell us how we can catch up with you. Yeah, my wife and I blog about beer and share the good news of beer at beermakes3.com. And nothing goes better with hot chicken than a good beer. So really enjoyed being here. Thank you. Well, I want to thank uh, good old boy Ben for joining us today and scorching his palate along with the rest of us and sharing some really great tasting notes. So... Thank you for being here, Ben. Thank you for having me here. Well, this is good old boy Mike thanking you for joining us on this episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes. I'll ask you to come back, join us once again, and keep on sipping.
This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.